Greetings, welcome to my podcast. I'm Eric Backer, the naturopath from New Zealand and formulator of the Kanzita range of supplements. In each of my bite-sized episodes, you'll be getting practical tips that you can follow right away to improve your health and lifestyle. So go ahead and binge listen. going to do a comprehensive video today about vaginal thrush, about a female complaint that I tend to see lots in the clinic. We're going to talk about the causes and the treatment, what you can do, how you can get relief of this awful complaint in a short period of time to give you a better quality of life. So I started treating candida patients well over 20 years ago and probably about the last 10-15 years I've seen increasing amounts of women with this complaint which is really uh, affected the quality of their life significantly to the point where um, I really wanted to write about it. And it was an important reason why I wrote my book, Candida Crusher. And if you look at the fifth chapter in my book, it contains a significant amount of information uh, about this complaint and, you know, the different ways you can tackle this complaint, get relief from the symptoms and, and really put an end to it once and for all. I've treated lots of women with this complaint from I'd say easily 50 different countries around the world, uh, predominantly from northern USA, but also from countries like Greece, Spain, Italy, the UK, Iceland, South Africa, uh, you know, Holland, many different countries. So some women I talk to feel ashamed to have this condition. They feel embarrassed. You know, they feel it's because they're unclean or you know they've got poor hygiene. But I can tell you now, this condition can affect you regardless of your race, your belief, uh, your income level. It's got nothing to do with that. So about 20 to 25% of women normally have candida albicans in the vaginal area. Not every woman has it, but many women do have it. And normally it sits there in a balance. And it's kept in check by the pH of around 4.2 to 4.5. There are corny bacteria and, and other beneficials, you know, that are sitting in there to keep it in check. But for some reasons, it will go out of control and it can become, you know, a really big problem. It can cause a lot of different problems, itching, burning, pain on intercourse. Uh, it can ruin a person's sex life. You know, it can cause a hell of a lot of problems. So if you look at the discharge, a vaginal discharge is normally a thin whitish discharge, which sort of peaks around ovulation. And in the luteal phase, which is you know just after the menstrual cycle, it tends to be a lot thinner and scantier. So that the, the common time for vaginal thrush to become very, very pronounced is usually just around the ovulation time, of course, when the discharge is at its thickest. Estrogen levels also start peaking, and estrogen is the hormone that makes the cells plumper and fatter, and glycogen, or a type of sugar, is secreted in the vaginal area, which allows candida to bloom, just take off out of control. So this is one of the key reasons why women tend to get a much worse thrush before their period. So let's now look at the 10 main causes of vaginal and vulval yeast infection. This comes out of my book. So the first cause is a diet high in refined carbohydrates and sugars. So this could also be things like soda drinks, candy, alcohol, especially wine. Wine is a big one for women, I find. White wine, in particular, um, is a no-no. White bread, cookies, any of these foods high in sugars are going to make you more prone to having a gastrointestinal yeast infection, but also a vaginal yeast infection. 
Now, those two areas are very close together, and many women who tend to have intestinal yeast overgrowth and will also get it vaginally for that reason, so you're more prone to it. So, you know, needless to say, if we're going to clear up chronic vaginal thrush, we're also going to try uh, seriously to clear up chronic digestive yeast infection as well. Because I believe that the not just the vaginal area needs treatment, but the whole entire person needs treatment. Pregnancy and childbirth. So this is a key time many women also experience uh, this. So this is a, a time of, of hormonal turmoil. And many women will have varying hormonal levels that can really push yeast infection up to the foreground. Menstrual dysfunction. So irregular menstrual cycles, particularly in the week leading up to the period. So as I mentioned, if you're estrogen dominant person, you can be more prone to having serious flare-ups. So some women have way too much estrogen in their body. There are three types of estrogen, uh, and E2 is the common one. Um, when it's in very high amounts, can cause much more, uh, is associated with a quicker proliferation of candida. Diabetes. So women who are diabetic tend to secrete more glucose, of course, through the urine and are more prone to having intestinal yeast infection and also thrush. So having your diabetes carefully controlled and managed uh, can be an important part of keeping the thrush under control. Stress. Well, I've written extensively and spoken extensively on stress on YouTube and on my yeastinfection.org site. Stress has got an incredible way of uh, reducing the person's immune ability by decreasing their cortisol levels. Uh, in the alarm phases of stress, when your stress is too high, and this can happen, for example, when you've got young children, you know, or you're a single mom at home, you know, or you're struggling with finances. If you're living under a lot of stress, uh, it can mean your cortisol levels are way too high. This can cause anxiety, disturb sleep. But high cortisol also is implicated uh, with pushing your immune system right down. And of course, when your immune system is right down, candida can come right up. It gives it an opportunistic ability to proliferate. So you need to get a grip on your stress and understand you know, um, if this really is causing a recurring thrush in particular. Pharmaceutical drugs. I've spoken about this extensively as well, the oral contraceptive pill, a hormone replacement therapy, antibiotics. These drugs are all implicated in thrush. And you know that. You may have been on an antibiotic in the past and had thrush. So think twice about antibiotics again if you've had bad experiences with this in the past. Nutritional deficiencies. So ha having deficiencies of many different kinds of vitamins and minerals, magnesium, B vitamins uh, in particular, uh, can predispose you towards uh, recurring vaginal thrush. Chemical contamination. So the vaginal tissue is very sensitive. Uh, you may have heard of toxic shock syndrome. So some women have had problems with tampon usage in the past. Uh, using personal care products. You need to be careful what you're using uh, on the personal areas there. Uh, sexual intercourse, especially excessive sexual intercourse. I've seen a lot of recurring uh, vaginal problems in women, for example, whose guys work away extended periods of time then come back home this can cause a lot of problems so too much sex in a short period of time particularly in women in their 40s and 50s who have, tend to have a thinner vaginal lining or um, lower hormone levels than women who do you know in their 20s and 30s so this is something to take into account and of course clothing is the last one like nylon underclothing uh, you know wearing clothing is too tight fitting it's not airing out the area properly this can cause a real issue. So as you can see, the, you know, there's 10 sort of causes, but I'm sure there'll be many more if you think about them.
So what are some of the solutions? How can we actually get rid of this condition? That's what you're watching this video for, no doubt. So, and thinking to yourself, well, come on, Eric, just tell me how to get on top of this problem. Patience, all right? I'll tell you this in, in, in due course. Again, I'm going to reiterate, you need to think carefully. Um, you know, the doctor may not talk to you much about this, but I will. Don't just think about treating you know, the vaginal area with creams or douches or things that you can apply. Think carefully about the holistic solution. Think carefully about the diet and the lifestyle, along with what I'm going to tell you now, because it's the total package that's going to help you get rid of this condition permanently once and for all. Many of the women I've treated who've um, we've successfully cured this condition um, have had this condition for 5, 10, even 20 years, and they got rid of it within 6 months. Some took 12 months, but on average 4 to 6 months with a really chronic case. And I got them to treat this thing really uh, with their period uh, successively. So anywhere between 3 to 6 menstrual cycles in a row, they treated this while they worked really hard out with the diet and lifestyle. And that's when the success came. So... In chapter five of my book, I write about the kill phase and the build phase. So there are many different approaches you can take to wiping out candida, but I gave a presentation in August 2014 in Sydney at the Australasian Integrated Medical Association Conference. And there was about 300 doctors there and it was well received. A lot of doctors came up to me after and said that it was a fantastic presentation and that they were going to use this two-stage protocol with their patients. So, and when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense to work on candida vaginally when it's at its most proliferative stage, which is premenstrually, okay? Taking a fluconazole drug um, is not really going to give you anywhere the same result on diflucan as what I'm going to tell you now. If you follow my protocol carefully, you're going to get a 95 to 90%, 99% success rate. This is my bread and butter. This is where I get a lot of my consultations from from around the world for this particular complaint so if you pay a lot of attention and care to what I'm saying uh, in this video or watch it a few times and you know you understand the, the most important points you will cure this yeast infection you will get rid of it once and for all you won't have to go back to your doctor time and again you won't have to have all these relationship problems or chronic itch or crying or pain or discomfort anymore okay that can all be resolved if you pay attention so you need to get yourself some good quality garlic, some fresh garlic. You can also use a chiolic aged garlic extract, but I think fresh is best. I prefer patients not to use Chinese garlic, uh, imported Chinese garlic that's been irritated, but fresh locally grown garlic. If you live in America, you'll get fresh garlic. If you live in Canada, if you live in Italy, wherever you live, there's usually good quality fresh garlic you can get. So preferably this, uh, that year's or that season. So cut a clove, taste it on your tongue. It should have quite a good bite or sting to it. So get a small clove and just crush it with a blade and gently chop it up, uh, you know, peel it, chop it up really fine. And then get that in a bowl and put about a teaspoon, uh, one to two teaspoons of a good quality apple cider vinegar in with that chopped garlic. Okay? Mix that together and then get a big heap tablespoon of yogurt. Now make sure that the garlic is finely minced. Mix the yogurt, cider vinegar, and the garlic together in a bowl, okay? Now you're going to apply that vaginally. If you get an applicator like a turkey baster, um, or if you mince it fine enough, really fine, you can actually apply it with a vaginal applicator, which you can get from your chemist or pharmacy. 
you've got to put it high up inside. Now you're going to do this for three days in a row, four days in a row premenstrually, particularly when um, you feel the itch is at its worst or the discharge is at its worst, you apply this. Use a panty liner or a maxi pad, uh, apply this before bed at night, go to bed and then give it a good wash out in the morning with three to 400 mils of water <clears throat> that's been boiled and cool down and you, know, you can add something to the water if you want a bit more sign of vinegar and wash it out and then repeat that the next morning and then the next morning for three or four mornings. So that's the kill phase. Now the kill phase must be used at the same time uh, as you make the diet change. Now you can read a lot more about my diet and all I'm telling you now in Candida Crusher. You can buy the book at candidacrusher.com. Um, if you don't want to buy it, you can read some more information um, at yeastinfection.org naturally. So that's the kill phase. The build phase, you wait till the period's finished. And what we're doing now is we're going to um, do a similar thing for several days in a row, but we're going to use a yogurt and a powder. So we're going to use a good probiotic powder, preferably one with good levels of lactobacillus acidophilus in it. You can either roll a tampon in the yogurt with the powder and insert that, or again, you can use the applicator and a pad and put it up, put it high up in the vaginal area and then sleep like that overnight. And then do that for three or four nights in a row and then wash it out again in the morning. So that's the build phase. Now the kill and build can be done for anywhere from two nights each up to you know four or five nights, whatever you feel comfortable with. If you don't get a resolution of this protocol, okay, within a couple of menstrual cycles, don't feel significant improvement. Um, I take it you would have this stage already anyway, been to your doctor and been checked out, you know, make sure that you haven't got anything, any chlamydia or, or, or any other, or an STD or something else going on. If it's a particularly smelly uh, or offensive discharge, you could have bacterial vaginosis, which is probably more common uh, than yeast infection. So make sure if in doubt that you always go to your doctor and get checked out uh, so the doctor gives you a proper diagnosis. Then it's up to you to decide which treatment you want after your diagnosis. This is what I should have told you at the beginning of the video about the diagnosis, but you know, it's up to you. So get checked out, find out what it is, treat adequately. If you really want to um, cure this thing and it's seriously bad and you're not getting much result with the uh, garlic, you can use boric acid. Now, boric acid sounds quite vicious because of the word acid, but it's not vicious at all. It's been used uh, for over 50 years for this particular condition. It's actually written up in different um, uh, gynae uh, journals going right back to the 1960s. I've seen some uh, citations on boric acid that are used for vaginal thrush. 99% plus effective. Okay, You get some double O caps, so you can buy some empty capsules from the chemist. You can buy boric acid from the chemist or from your hardware store. It's used to kill ants. All right, It sound, doesn't sound the best, but I'll tell you it works. So put the boric acid in the capsules, and you're going to insert four or five capsules again, and you're going to do that for three, four, five nights in a row, premenstrually, guaranteed to wipe thrush out. Um, super effective treatment. When I gave my presentation in Sydney, a lady in, in her late 60s came up to me. She was a gynecologist, and she said, Eric, I've been recommending boric acid for 30 years. She said, it, 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 it wipes thrush out 100%. She said, I know exactly where you're coming from. She said, I used to make it up myself, and and a lady at the counter used to dispense it for patients. So she said, I totally endorse this therapy. She said, it should be used by all medical practitioners. 
Now, boric acid is far more effective than fluconazole. Using it locally, it's going to kill the yeast infection. Now, why did I recommend it up front? Because many women get a significant um, relief and cure just by using garlic and yogurt and the apple cider vinegar. Okay? Now, don't use a cheap cider vinegar. Use a good one, a high-quality one, an organic one, preferably from your organic health food shop. So there you have the treatment. You've got the two-stage treatment. You can either use the garlic, the cider vinegar, you know, and the yogurt as the kill, or you can use the boric acid. There are many different other uh, things you can use. You can also use a water-soluble tea tree oil. You can use a colloidal silver. You can even use grapefruit seed extract. So chapter five of my book explains everything. There's a 42 pages of information in that chapter five. It's worth the cost of the book alone. That information is superb. Be sure also to please do my survey. Um, go to candidacrusher.com and do this, the yeast infection survey to see if you've got mild, moderate or severe uh, yeast infection. That will give you a good idea as well. And don't forget my antifungal product, Canzida, which I developed up specifically for patients like you with vaginal thrush. It's the best antifungal on the market. Uh, if you're looking for herbal natural cure, this is the one to take. It works perfect with the, um, the vaginal treatment, particularly if you do the diet at the same time. So I hope that gives you some good insight today on how to uh, cure this condition. Don't fall for the baloney that you can cure vaginal yeast infection in one hour or even 12 hours. It's a load of crap. You can't do that, okay? It takes weeks and weeks and several menstrual cycles to cure this condition. You can get symptomatic relief, but there's no cure possible in 12 hours. It's crap, all right? After treating thousands of patients, I've never seen the 12-hour cure yet, so don't fall for this lie. So I hope this has given you some good information. Thanks for tuning in today.